0: Want to hone your craft as a digital marketer and get expert insights from thought leaders and industry experts? Welcome to the How I Work podcast. I'm your host, Josh Becerra, founder and president of Agurian. Follow us on Twitter at @aguriantweets or subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great content. Now, here's the episode of the podcast. Hello everybody, this is Josh Becerra from Gurion. I'm here with Josh Warner, who is a Director of Demand Gen at Calabrio. Thanks for being here, Josh.
1: Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, awesome. So we're doing this segment with SaaS marketers on how you work. And so I've got a couple of different questions for you. Maybe you could give us just a, a real quick rundown Calabrio and your role. And then we'd love to hear about how you're investing your marketing dollars.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As Josh mentioned, I'm the director of demand generation and it's a wide variety of activities, but it's really largely how do you drive prospect and customer demand through all the different ways that you can go about doing that. And we primarily, my, me and my team primarily focus on digital marketing, the website and SEO aspects. Um, we get really get involved with content as well, marketing operations and automation events. And I also have a business development team uh, that reports through me. So they are They are a big part of this process, and largely my team is the the team that bridges that gap between marketing and sales and do that really warm handoff where we're giving really qualified opportunities. Yeah, I will say a little bit about Calabrio too. We're on this hockey growth curve, just straight up. And yeah, it is. It's fun, <laughs> but it's crazy. We're a growing company, and so with that, you got to be the right person to be able to deal with that. But it's changing constantly. We're going through a series, you know, of acquisitions. We most recently acquired this company named Teleopti out of Sweden. And I'll talk about this during our conversation. But just the global nature of these type of programs is something that's uh, different, new, a uh, new challenge, and it, it's been fun. We're getting that. That's
0: awesome, man. I really appreciate. I know you're a busy guy and you're uh, running around a little bit with your hair on fire with all the acquisitions and things, but thanks for taking the time. Yeah, tell us a little bit about like where you're seeing great returns and what you're focusing on right now.
1: Yeah. I think the biggest one and people have heard this is you know, I'm not the first person to say this by any means, but account-based targeting programs are very commonly account-based marketing programs, yep. but we call them targeting because it's very much in partnership with sales uh, on this. What we found through that is is taking that really laser-focused kind of sniper approach to accounts is the, re- the returns are so much greater when we do that. We can really focus on driving demand in enterprise-level accounts. That's been something that we've had an initiative around that we want to go after enterprise-level accounts. And this was our way to do that. So you got to look holistically uh, at the buying committee and team at these organizations. So taking a wider view than just a one-off lead and bringing that all together is something that we're very much focused on. And uh, we launched our first program at the end of 2017. And we continue year after year to invest more heavily in in that aspect, to the tune of I've got a team of eight BDRs, global BDRs right now, wow. we're asking for 11 more next year to be able to support sales.
0: <laughs> big growth, it, yeah. It,
1: yeah, it is. And it's exciting time on, on the team, just they are such an in, uh, instrumental part of this program and allow us to, uh, to go out. We can scale a lot of the marketing programs, but when it comes to the prospecting efforts that matter, that needs to, to happen with the BDR uh, team. So uh, that's a big area. Area, but we're also investing in some of the just normal, I think, digital things like SEO is a big thing for us We've got, sure. been going over a big SEO project the last last year to stand up pillar content Just mm-hmm. write content a little bit differently and make sure that we're ranking in in, in the search engines and um, You know then converting them into our database for ongoing nurture and, and getting them in the hands of a BDR We're working on that engagement aspect of digital as well.
0: Yeah, so a couple things so around like the SEO side with the content how are you going about creating that? Do you have a internal team? Like, where? how are you identifying what the kind of hub or the topic areas are, and then who's doing the writing for you? Like, how are you?
1: It's a kind of a hodgepodge here a little bit. We work through a variety of people, but we have, uh, largely why we started it is because a lot of Businesses, especially SaaS companies, are in the same boat. You write like product related content or your product content, but that's not definitive content on a topic and it's right. talking about the, the the product and that type of thing. So it's a different level, it's, it's a different type of search intent you're going for when you're putting together like pillar pages. So we had a pretty cl- clear definition of what our core. Pillars were, and it. it's based off of the things that we sell for in the market. Sure. But then you need all this cluster content around it, and you write it in a thought leadership way. And where we haven't been as focused in the past is formatting those blogs to have the right H tags and, you know, titles and the technical SEO yeah. around it. Yeah. And it's that on page stuff that matters too. And just, uh, having it be long-form so it's definitive in the eyes of Google, and then interlinking that, that that content in with other content and whatnot. So we're going through this long process of doing that right now. Yeah, and super smart. It's been a series of working with internal experts to help us craft content. We work with an a, a external content agency called Words at Work in Town that mm-hmm. does a fantastic job of, of building out content for us. So cool. we'll beg, borrow, and steal it from wherever we can to kind of <laughs> format what, what we need. But we work through a bevy of people
0: yeah cool when it comes to like account based marketing you were talking about this earlier my experience is in order to really do that there's two key things one is you gotta have the right tech stack and you gotta understand so there's a marketing automation play in there so tech stack is really important if you want to do it and then secondly the, that sales handoff. So like the alignment between sales and marketing really has to be uh, good and there has to be good data flowing into kind of CRMs. So marketing can take advantage of that data to help salespeople maybe prioritize like who the hottest leads are and things like that. So tell us a little bit about like your tech stack and then how you guys are managing that sales and marketing alignment.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm just very lucky to have a very robust tech stack here mm-hmm. that allows us to be able to do that. So from outbound programming, you use so many tools, just like many marketing, Google Analytics and stuff, all this free stuff. Yep. But like core technology that we're like, spending a significant amount of budget on that really drive these abt programs for us is everything centers around salesforce and pardot salesforce is like the central working zone and all the notes that's where the sales and bdr uh, team works off of so we look to roll up everything under an account record in in salesforce and then you have pardot which is the brains behind the operation and allows you to do all the it's, it, I call it all the time the backbone behind everything that we do because it's like the, the smarts of it, like well, yeah. how are you gonna route things, the notification engine, there's a lot of communication engine in there, and so obviously everything re- revolves around that. Yep. But then we've got some other cool technology. We have Terminus that we utilize for display advertising and intent intent monitoring Mm -hmm. uh, and multi-touch attribution reporting. And those things are all critical. But the intent monitoring there is really important because that helps us boil up accounts and bring to the table accounts that we feel like we should be going after based on search intent at these organizations. And it also allows us to see accounts that have been interacting with our digital properties which is, uh, again, another way to prioritize a big, a huge thing with account based targeting programs uh, is it's not that it, it's scaling it too too big is the problem. It's focusing on the, the best accounts that you can yeah, go after. that prioritization. In order, in order to do that correctly and, and go into the large buying team and prospect appropriately, it, it, it takes a lot of time. Yep. And so you got to focus on the terminus, allows us to do that and reach them with di- display. We also use Zoom info for uh, firmographic hmm. contact mapping.
0: Okay. Cool. Uh,
1: LinkedIn sales navigator is important from a prospecting angle and research uh, of prospects. We use outreach.io, that's a uh, prospecting automation tech. And so it's, it's, the BDR yep. is the in that all day. It's basically what their day of prospecting is in front of them. Very critical to our success. So it has a lot of efficiency.
0: It sounds like you're a, a huge advocate for leveraging tools and getting as much data as you possibly can and then using that to help the sales team really prioritize.
1: Yeah. With any of this, though, you can't just go out and get a big tech stack and be like, boof, man! I got myself an ABT strategy." Yeah. <laughs> it's just it just fuels it. And so, if you yeah. don't have people to run this stuff, if you don't have people to act on the data, you got to get the your priorities straight with how you're going to run a program like this. So, yep. don't go out and just go buy a big tech stack and thinking that's going to solve it. You need right. the right people to be able to manage that and leverage the data. So, yeah, that's you, good yeah, advice. Another question. Yeah, you asked another question around data and all that. Yeah, sure. Data is is going to inform our, our efforts here. And I'm in a really lucky position where I manage BDRs. So they do 80% of the prospecting when it comes to these targeted accounts. And yeah. what sales rep is not going to love to have that type of a resource. And so that's a natural connection point between me and the sales teams. And the, the BDRs partner very closely every day with, with their sales reps. And we're aligned to very the same goals. And so for, for me, that sales alignment has been... Uh, Easier than in the past when yeah. you are like just working with a sales department to hey go prospect. Right. They, they don't love doing that. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that extra layer helps as a buffer and acts as a translator. I would say yeah, yeah, cool. You alluded to some of this earlier, but the biggest challenge today that you you're facing.
1: Yeah, for me, it's scaling these programs that we've built in North America and, and making them global programs. So mm-hmm. while we have had global operations after this acquisition that we had, especially of this Teleopti product, they were largely, I think, like 70 percent of their uh, revenue came from international markets. And that's good from a Calabrio perspective because we're just broadening our mm-hmm. uh, our reach. Yep. But it, it adds challenges in markets that I haven't necessarily been in or heavy in and really focused our time and effort. So I'm doing a lot of work right now between okay, what countries absolutely need to be spoken to in their native language and how do we what assets then do we need for that? And sure. and, and can the tech go out and reach these people in a wider in a wider geographic region? It's been fun to go back to the drawing board with some of that stuff and we're going to see what works and yeah. get from it like we always do, but yeah, that kind of keeps me that keeps me up at night. Those are things that I got we're doing a lot of planning around that right now.
0: Yeah, are you starting to like see the need for a distributed team and everything then as well across the globe and managing all that? yeah and that naturally happens
1: so i during some of this this acquisition and just as its Collaboral grows organically we i i have a bdr team in london as well as here in minneapolis and in our headquarters but i also have a marketing team in stockholm sweden so they are largely know that those regional differences but we approach things a little bit differently than maybe they did and so we got to rethink how how we're doing that and that bdr layer is a really big thing that uh, teleopi actually didn't have and now we do and we're introducing that so we we're going through that transition
0: that's great all right so last question is about what you're excited about for 2020 from a idea experiment standpoint or anything that on the horizon
1: yeah i I gave this some thought because we obviously kind of talked about what questions we'd be asking here and i I got two things and i don't think that (laughs) they're like crazy forward thinking things, but they're things that, like, for Calabrio at the right time here, we're ready to hit these things. One of the things is making the prospect and, and, and customer journey more personalized. And we'll look at this like website. Uh, granular persona development and just understanding the needs of specific people and being able to talk in their language more the more that we can do that the better it just makes your your message resonate. but i would also say the other thing and there's a lot of technology that's allowing this to happen and really i I don't think this is going away but just an account-based approach versus a contact or lead specific approach so you're not looking at things as these small sums of okay we got a lead for just this person Sure, you got to look at that, but what does that boil up to from an account perspective? I, I think the last stat I, I read is something like there's 11 decision makers in a B2B enterprise level tech purchase. Yep. So we got to go. We got to go get all those people on board
0: and connect uh, them all under one kind of uh, account in the CRM and understand who's interacting with the site and and everything.
1: Yeah, and that's not as easy. It's not as easy as it sounds like maybe right. it should be. But there are tools and technology that are coming out to, to help in that. But yep. again, you need the right people to be able to act on that and bring it together. And so we're working through that. That's mm-hmm. a, It's a work in progress. But a lead to account mapping tool is a big thing to, in order to help that. And that it starts there, but then there's more insights that you can gain. That's where we're going.
0: Okay. I really appreciate your time, man. This was great. Continue that hockey stick growth. Get out there, travel to go to Sweden and make it happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks. Happy, happy to have joined you. And hopefully, this helps some other people in, in similar situations.
0: Yeah, for sure. It was super fun. All right. Thanks, Josh. Take it all right, easy. We'll see ya. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the How I Work podcast with Josh Passera. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe. To learn more about Agurian and for more digital marketing tips and insights, head to agurian.com.